Don't miss the 22nd Annual Thunder by the Bay Music and Motorcycle Festival, February 14th through 16th at the Sarasota Fairgrounds. Presented by Rossiter's Harley-Davidson and SNS Motorsports. Bring your lawn chair and enjoy continuous live music featuring Warren. On February 15th, enjoy over 100 vendors, two bike shows, freestyle acts, a craft beer garden, and more. Admission's just $5, 12 and under free. VIP and three-day festival passes are available. Proceeds benefit Suncoast Charities for Children. For tickets and more information, visit thunderbythebay.org. Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb. Heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. on 1490 a.m. WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a fantastic show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of the biker lifestyle. All right. Sounds great. What about from our sponsors? Today's show sponsors are Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you are ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, knees in the breeze, and seats in the saddle, then hang on and let's get rolling. Let's kick start the show like we always do. And I have been informed that Deb is running the show. It's not like it normally is. She's saying that uh, she's going to do to me what I always do to her. Imagine that for a second. So here we go. Let's see the likelihood of that happening. Well, you know, this weekend on Sunday, (laughs) I did lead the ride. Oh, that's right. You were a big shot wheelie dealer. Not at all. But the two gents that were along with me chose not to be in the lead position. So guess what? I just had to do what all badass biker chicks do, and we had to take control. So we needed to get a little bit of wind therapy out from our bones because it was one heck of a week. No doubt about it. For that. all of us, for whatever the reason is. I don't know. I, don't know I thought it was really strange that it sort of hit us all, you know. And I'm curious if, if it hit any of our Probably listeners the Brian same way. Brian needed to tell us if it was something in the stars. That's absolutely right. So we may have to check with him a little bit later to find out. I know out. there is a Mercury and uh, retrograde coming up next week. So I'm pretty sure it was Mercury. So okay, so whatever. we'll have to see what that does to all of us mystically. So we all needed a little bit of wind therapy. We decided to hang out and get together and do some riding. And um, the one thing I want to talk about, this is reminders from the road segment, because there is one thing that we dealt with on Sunday that we've actually had quite a bit of lately in our local area, and that is a bunch of wind. Now, I'm not just talking breeze. I'm talking windy, windy, wind gusts. Absolutely. When we were downtown the other day, boy, it was blowing. I mean, actually, I could almost lean into it. That's how hard it was blowing. It's almost like a tornado or possible hurricane gust. Absolutely right. I don't know how hard they were, but they were up there pretty good. And for girls that are worried about helmet hair, this was like to the nth degree. It was wild maniac, couldn't even get it under control kind of hair. So I want to talk a little bit about that impact on not just the breezy days, but when Wind and how to have make become a better rider in the wind and what kind of things that we might be able to do as reminders from the road to be better riders. So I I've just never thought, thought of such a thing. Really? Nope. 
Wow. I just ride. You just ride. Well, there are times when you have to think about it. And so that's what I just wanted to bring it kind of to light for us today. And I've come up with five tips, reminders from the road. So number one, I think before I started and Willie, we had done a little bit of a jaunt down uh, to a place, a local watering hole. And then we decided to hit the road. And as we were proceeding to get on the bikes, I actually did one thing I do often is look up and uh, try and see what direction everything was happening. First of all, I'm looking in the clouds to see if there's any rain eminent in our forecast so no, that I might no, have to no, write no. through You're it. You're just zoning out like a typical blonde. Come well, on. No, I'm not. I, I have a purpose for everything I oh do. Oh my goodness. This Ram stuff is getting old. So I'm watching the wind. I'm watching all that sort of stuff because depending upon what direction you may be heading, like for us, if we're heading yeah. over the Sunshine Skyway, that wind could make a huge impact and totally divert oh, yeah. our traffic and travels based on gusty winds alone. Well, actually, we all know, well, not all of us, but they did shut down the Skyway the other day. That's because right. Because of the wind. I think it was that day that we were downtown. Right. So 60s East. Yeah, yep, you, ne- you never know what might happen. And so, you, again, it's good to, before you get on the bike to have a little bit of an idea so that if you need to pre-plan, replan, do anything like that, you're ready. So that's tip number one is making sure that you're checking the environment before you even get on the motorcycle so that you can have an enjoyable ride no matter what. All right. Now, tip number two is thinking about, especially in wind, what you might normally wear for head and eye protection might change because the way the wind is blowing. Aren't aren't these, I'm sorry, go ahead. So these, and if you want to pipe in with anything important and adding value to the topic, then by all means, reach out and be part. (laughs) I'm getting this hate stare. (laughs) So your helmet, maybe, you know, maybe oftentimes you ride in good weather with a half helmet. And if it's super windy and you're going to do some highway riding, maybe it's time to get the full face on and or something like that and or goggles versus glasses. So I think that that's another tip that might be helpful to think about if you're out there in winds and um also if you don't have a windshield or you don't oftentimes ride with a windshield maybe it's time to put that on in order to help with the wind now tip number three is all about the winds now we have been out riding in some heavy duty crosswinds and that's where that wind's blowing across the road and you know many times in order to deal with that you actually have to press on a handlebar or a foot peg in order to offset that wind there are a couple of other tips though in crosswinds that can help So if the crosswind is coming at you in one direction, you may want to actually lay your knee or leg out in that direction to help break that up. And then you may not have to put as much lean into that in order to keep yourself upright. Wow. Who would have ever thought? I know. Well, you probably, I mean, oftentimes we do these things and we just don't think. So, you know, my thoughts are always all about the newer rider that may not have experienced that. And when it comes time, again, that muscle memory kick in. So also headwinds, that may be where that full face helmet is very helpful and or a windshield if you're not always riding with it. And of course, the tailwinds are the best because you kind of don't have to worry about much. You just roll on the throttle very gently and that wind helps you go. I can't remember the last time I had a tailwind. <laughs> um, I Last night after dinner, there was plenty of tailwinds happening there. <laughs> All Any- right, whatever you say. <laughs> anyway, moving on to number four what happened. is uh, objects. And you know the thing I think about objects is depending upon if you're in a valley or if you're in a hill area, your wind direction and or wind impact on your riding may change as you're going up and being covered by a hill or going into a valley and all of a sudden the winds increase. So one technique I think 
that could be helpful in that crosswind direction is loosening up your hand grip. You know, our often human nature instinct is to grab even tighter to those hand grips and you don't necessarily have to be white knuckled on those handlebars. So loosen it up, make sure you've got plenty of flexibility so that you're ready to take the wind as it comes. And tip number five, and I love this one, stop if you need to. So worst case scenario, and we've been in those horrible, horrible oh, crosswinds and then rain on top of it. So now you're oh, dealing yeah. with wet, slippery roads. The water is elevating on the roadway because it's pouring so fast. There's no way for it to actually shed off the road. And now you got these winds that you're dealing with. So if you have to, just pull over, Get, take a cup, a cup of coffee, grab a bite. Out of all these years so far, I think we've only pulled over once. Yes, I think you're right. And it so, probably wasn't even that bad. It's just that none of us were really prepared for it. Correct. We and didn't so, have the right gear on like you were talking about. Yeah. And you know, what people don't realize is that often changes in a heartbeat sometimes. Th that's right. And um, what I was thinking of is that it's really quite exhausting if you're traveling for long distances and you're actually battling that wind for long periods of time. It can be physically exhausting. And so sometimes just taking more frequent breaks in order to keep your energy levels up so that you're at your optimum, I think is a great tip. So those are my five tips of reminders from the road when you're dealing with wind. Well, reminders from the road. All right. Well, those are fantastic. Make sure you use common sense out there and all those five tips will come in just right. Handy. But then again, what is common sense? Some people say. I know. We'll What's... have to get Dutch Van Austin to do us a segment on common sense. Yeah, what else you got? What do we got to do now? Well, I just wanted to talk a little bit before we go to the famous Dutch Van Alston um, is that, you know, Thunder by the Bay is just around the corner. So it's a, a great weekend coming up. There's lots of festivities, music, motorcycles, and fun. What more could you ask for? And of course, Biker Life Radio with Chuck Deb and Dutch will be there to say hey to all of our local listeners. Yeah, we'd like you to stop by. We'd love to see you. We're going to have all our studio set up out there. So we'd like to get some interviews, meet some new people, hear some new stories, and make some new friends. So we'd love for you to stop by and see us. It would be fantastic, in fact. And when you do, we should have a special guest gift, I'm sorry, gift for you, as long as everything works out fine in the mail. And then we've got a auction that's taking place right now, Deb. Absolutely. So the auction is for two full event VIP passes valued at over $660. Now, what does a VIP pass? It actually allows you to be a VIP for the weekend. So you get to go to the special VIP tent, which is great for cover. It's just a nice place to relax. You also get several opportunities to have meals that are catered by Sonny's Barbecue. Well, just one second. Yes, yeah, Sonny's Barbecue is going to be there. That's always great, right? But, you know, you hit on the biggest part. It's tinted. So right. you're going to have a tent that you could sit under while everybody else is going to be sitting out in the sun or whatever el other elements, elements are going on. Right. So look, this is a big, huge plus in and in of itself alone just for these tickets. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I wanted to just make sure because the tent is a big one. It the is tent a big is a one. plus. And not only that, inside the tent are some serious bathrooms. Ding, 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 So you ding. almost like have your own private bathrooms. Sometimes you can get locked in them. And when you get <laughs> locked in them, it's best to get locked in with the opposite sex. Right. At least if from my perspective. So let's go on. They've got uh, some barbecue. They've got what else? Meat. What? 
They're going to have all sorts of, I think, salad, everything trying to be friendly for everybody. So if you're a vegetarian and don't eat meat, they're going to have stuff for you if you have certain specialty needs. Um, Also, another big bonus to the VIP is that you've got three free drinks per day. So another way to kind of just experience the event in a whole new way. Exactly. So right now the auction's going on. Deb's going to give you the information so that you can get on your mobile phone right now so you can get out there and place your bid because the bid's real low. You could probably pick up these tickets way cheap. That's right. I mean, it just it just depends. <laughs> if you share it, the more people are going to want these tickets. But listen, here's Deb, go ahead and tell them what to do. The first thing is, is you want to be sure you can text right now from your mobile phone to 855-202-2100. and text Bike Girl Life all together. That'll place your bid. And also, if you're online, you want to visit our website and do it that way, you could visit chuckndebshow.com slash VIP. And that's the best way to get into the auction. You want to make sure you get into it because when those VIP passes, when the auction's done, the auction's done. And if you guys don't pick them up, I'm going to have to bid them and I'll win them. <laughs> so that should make you all eager, eager enough to go do something just so I don't end up with them. Absolutely right. <laughs> All right, and and so uh, again, that phone number one more time, Deb, is eight five five two zero two two one zero zero. Text Biker Life, and the best part of it, it is that the great yes. organization Suncoast Charities for Children is who we are auctioning and raising the money for. So please, either do be part of that auction, but we've got lots of raffling opportunities and great gift ideas and opportunities to come. That's correct. None, uh, the Chuck and Deb and Deb, we're not getting that. The Biker Life, not, we're not getting that, okay? This is all going to the charity, so when you bid on that auction, that goes to the charity. We're also going to have some raffles up so look for that on our facebook page and we've got a lot of great restaurants and a lot of different vendors but before we go on to that we need to make sure and give kudos where kudos are due rossiter's harley davidson stepped up to the plate and offered these two vip tickets that's right so- and that's my bad we should go back to the vip tickets because rossiter did give give those matter of fact these are vip sponsor tickets so that even makes you more valuable absolutely that's a vip so they'll give you extra good treatment but we do have a lot of other good raffles that are coming up that you're going to want to get involved with those tickets are only going to be five dollars and i know that some of these are valued very high as a matter of fact brian coming up here in a little bit he's actually giving away a reading i'll bet you anything dutch will give away a book so you need to get in the raffle you need to do it you need to bid on that auction today because that's going to be gone real soon don't miss the 22nd annual thunder by the bay music and motorcycle festival february 14th through 16th at the sarasota fairground presented by rossiter's harley davidson and sns motorsports bring your lawn chair and enjoy continuous live music featuring warrant On February 15th, enjoy over 100 vendors, two bike shows, freestyle acts, a craft beer garden, and more. Admissions just $5, 12 and under free. VIP and three-day festival passes are available. Proceeds benefit Suncoast Charities for Children. For tickets and more information, visit thunderbythebay.org. We are going to shift gears and crank things up with Dutch Van Alsten, the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the Life Behind Bars book series. So you better lock up your daughters, lock up your wives, put the kids away, because here comes Dutch in raw, in unapologetic. 
Yes, it is me, because nobody else wants to be me. I speak with eloquence and grace from the sound studios known as Dutch's Man Cave, located in the sun coast of Florida. As stated, I am Dutch Van Alston. I am the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the Life Behind Bars book series. And I am raw and unapologetic. And I'm also the author of the soon-to-be-published book number two of the Life Behind Bars book series, Rebellious Youth, The Story of the Lost Child. Uh, I had the week from hell last week. I gave Bubbles the week off so she could go visit her mom in a federal prison somewhere in Pennsylvania. And uh, it just kept spiraling downward from there. I I realize this is more of a correlation than a causation, but I'm going to blame her anyway. I need her here with me working, as she should be. Not visiting uh, uh, her mama and bringing her a cake with a file in it or something. Uh, The week, as I said, started poorly. I went to the doctor for the first time in approximately three years. And uh, they admitted me into the hospital because my blood pressure was so sky high. And uh, they tried to lower it, I mean, their way in the office. Um, But alas, it was not meant to be, apparently, because... uh, Frankly, I was shocked to learn that a lifetime of substance abuse, poor nutrition, uh, lack of exercise, chronic stress, uh, 128 ounce of cup of coffee daily, no sleep, and just in general hanging out with degenerates my whole life would result in such an unhealthy body at the tender age of 55. So this was Wednesday of last week and life already started to suck a few days prior to that. So I returned to work on Friday, attempting to eat better, drink only one cup of coffee, and calm my jangled nerves. But in morning meeting, I had some coworker who decided that it was right and proper and meaningful to just like spread hate and conflict and pettiness to the world. And it just caused me to mm, voluntarily remove myself from the meeting and go next door to our other um, building. But (laughs) what do I find there? I find two cretinous yahoos punching each other and screaming in the parking lot. Uh, One guy had this like this lead pipe, but he threw at the other guy, and they were—I mean—they were both higher than a Georgia pine. There's no doubt about that. Uh, The little of the 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 little guy of the two—he had a bloody nose, and the bigger guy, well, he didn't. Uh, A smarter person, other than me, would just uh, go inside or maybe call Johnny Law. But uh, that second option is just not my style anyway, and and the first one would have just made too much sense. So still hot from that morning meeting I stormed out of, I uh, I just started yelling at him, get the hell off our property. I just was frustrated anyway. This apparently did not go over well with the guy that was already getting the brunt of the bigger guy's anger because he charged at me. I mean, mean, that startled me. I haven't seen that in a, a lot of years. Screaming something inaudible. I couldn't even tell what he was screaming. And when he got close enough, he spat on me. Yes, I uh, instantly reacted. And and then I took a step back and and I could see him out of the corner of my eye getting back up and then starting to shout something about calling the police. Oh, I think, God, this never, ever goes my way. But I thought my best bet was just to remain there until uh, Tampa uh, Tampa PD showed up. My presence there was continuing to alienate this guy. Uh, He walked across the street and just continued to call me every other name but Harold for the next five minutes in some rampage. I figured when the fuzz rolled in, they would see me, calm, 
and then they would see him raging and could put two, you know, they could put two and two together and see who the aggressor was here. And it was not me. So don't blame me. Uh, so while we were waiting, I would occasionally wave at him. I even blew him a kiss one time. And this just kept his fury heightened, which was my goal. So by the time uh, TPD came, they could see who was fulminating like a madman, which wasn't me again. And I just went into the building and uh, they trespassed him, which in the state of Florida just means if he shows up in the grounds ever again, they can have him arrested. Yay, big deal. And the rest of the week just followed into hell. I mean, one thing after another. Um, Saturday, I tried to break that cycle and I went to Rossiter's Harley in Sarasota for just some socialization more than anything else. Uh, I like hanging out there on, on Saturday morning after breakfast and just kibitzing with the regulars and they cook burgers and hot dogs every Saturday and uh, they got free beer and water and all that kind of stuff. And it just, it's a casual, relaxing day. But um, one guy there just caught me on the end of this crappy week and just said something like a high schooler would say. So I, I left, thought I'm not gonna get involved in all this. I ended up in Tampa to uh, Bo's Ice Cream. Yes, tough guys eat ice cream, and then I just went home. Um, Sunday, I went over to retrieve my shovel head that I know missed me and her siblings in the man cave. Chuck and uh, we'll go with Deb. More on that in a little bit. Went to get a Bloody Mary at a local biker place called Peggy's in Palmetto. Um, they happened to be having an all-out event, a memorial, if you will, for a, a man tragically cut down by yet another cager who didn't pay attention. Uh, the Bloody Mary turned into Mary's, and we had a good time. I got recognized for the first time. Yes, I'm smiling right now. Someone came up to me at the bar and said, are you Dutch Van Alsten? And I said, why, yes, I am. And he said he recognized me from the marketing we did for my book signing at the Ride Hard a couple of weeks ago. And we talked a bit, I gave my card, but but how about that? Are you Dutch Van Alsten? I mean, that is the first time ever I've heard that, but it's not followed up with, here, you've been served, or, you know, a paternity, or a restraining order, or come to court and find out. Or, you know, maybe a message from DeBoer saying, you know, stay away from this old lady. Um, and I also got to meet the next ex-Mrs. Van Alsten there. I am so very much in love with her, and I could see me spending the rest of my life with her. But um, the fact she's married, and I don't recall her name, and I'm sure she doesn't recall mine, that may damper that a bit um, with Valentine's uh, day coming up. Um, and for obvious reasons, it would have been it would have been nice, I, but twas not meant to be. I do want to touch on VD Valentine's Day from a cynic's perspective, but I want to cover our quick stop at the Wing House before we, uh, before Deb took Chuck and I on a really good ride. We, we left Peggy's and we went over to Wing House to get a little something to eat. And I really mean that. It was a great ride. Um, I posted on Facebook, like, the three of us eating. I mean, it's just part of promoting the radio show, my book, and all that. It's not that I think I'm so important that y'all see need to see me eating and all that kind of stuff. But Deb was sitting across from me, and as soon as I posted it, I get a private message like seconds later saying, is that Brenda? Okay. N no, it's, it's not Brenda. I, just, I wrote back, said no. I'm looking around, I'm looking around Wing House, and he writes back, it looks like Brenda. So I wrote back, it's, it's not Brenda. And I, I half expected him to say, you know, I know it's not Brenda because I have Brenda here tied up in the basement 
under a pile of old coats that I've been meaning to give to the Salvation Army, but just haven't got around to it. You know, it was just a little odd, so we've been kind of teasing her lately, calling her Brenda. But it was a nice meal and all that kind of stuff. I had a spinach salad, and, and yes, and yes, tough guys eat spinach salad, and they eat ice cream. And, uh, and if you don't think so, how about Popeye? Popeye's a badass, and he eats spinach, right? Wimpy eats meat, and he's, well, a wimp and a freeloader. Hey, Tuesday's coming, Wimpy. You need to pay up. You know, of course, Popeye did spend a great amount of time fighting over an extremely ugly woman who really never uh, 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 gave him much back uh, in, in the way of affection whatsoever, although us men do fall for single mothers, and that's apparently what olive oil was. We never really did find out who the father of Sweet Pea was. He was just as ugly as her anyway. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting off on a tangent. But, but to cap off the day, Deb led us on a quick uh, half-hour sojourn of peace around the rural areas of Manatee County. And, and I'm not being facetious, because I know I am a lot, but it was just so relaxing. And I, and I hope it was like a harbinger for the new week. I and mean, we'll, we will see. It's still early in the week. It's not over, but uh, kudos to her, seriously. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, a good ride. And, and I, I, I trusted her eyes, which is very rare for me. I mean, very, very rare. Um, I don't think I told her that, so she may ask me later, but who knows. But she, was, she did a good job. It was a good ride. Okay, back to VD, okay? The last time I saw Cupid, I busted him up pretty good. I mean, I beat him with his own bow. I broke all his arrows. His aim sucks. Glad y'all out there who have someone to share VD with and and so enjoy. Uh, But us old broken cynics will share VD with the same people we usually do. Complete strangers. Some week I need to relay a story about one such evening with had to do with Phil Donahue and a ham sandwich where I just wasn't my finest moment. But it's a funny story. Um, so unless my future ex-wife I met Sunday divorces, recalls my name, and wants to uh, make really bad decisions, I'm just going to share VD with those of you at Thunder by the Bay. <laughs> Viva la VD. Um as I said last week and the week before, I, I do have a plethora of questions backed up. And this is going to mark four out of the last five weeks I was unable to manage my time. So I, I am sorry. But please, if you want your question read right on the air, private message me. Don't ask me if that's Brenda sitting across from me. But private message me at my website or just get your message to me somehow. And I will send you an autographed book. Please hit like on my Life Behind Bars series Facebook page and it has to say Life Behind Bars book series because there's already a plethora of Life Behind Bars that's why I added book series Uh, visit my website www.dutchvanalston.com hit like on Biker Life Radio and Chuck and Deb's page Um, as mentioned last week we at Biker Life Radio will be set up at Sarasota's Thunder by the Bay in Sarasota where I will spread the joy of VD with whomever asks we will be there all weekend folks i expect to see y'all out there just comments up to the table say hello something um so until next week folks remember marriage is like a deck of cards in the beginning all you need is two hearts and a diamond but soon after you're gonna wish you had a club and a spade happy vd to y'all till next week 
And from my uncharacteristic brain to your ears, this is Yabba Dabba Dutch signing off. Don't miss the 22nd annual Thunder by the Bay Music and Motorcycle Festival, February 14th through 16th at the Sarasota Fairground. Presented by Rossiter's Harley Davidson and SNS Motorsports. Bring your lawn chair and enjoy continuous live music featuring Warrant. On February 15th, enjoy over 100 vendors, two bike shows, freestyle acts, a craft beer garden, and more. Admissions just $5, 12 and under free. VIP and three-day festival passes are available. Proceeds benefit Suncoast Charities for Children. For tickets and more information, visit thunderbythebay.org. Well, as many as you, of you that are listening may know, we have had this very special guest with us before, and he so graciously decided to and agreed to join us once more. And I'm pretty stoked about this because... Brian, for those that don't know who he is, he is an amazing humanistic astrologer that has clients all over this globe and loves to help kind of get them centered, deal with issues, and get them back to living the life they're meant to live. And Brian is joining us today on this pre-Valentine's special show to share with us a little bit about love, relationship styles, and all sorts of really cool things that most of us can't talk very intelligently about. So Brian, thank you so much for being on board with us today and welcome to the show. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Deb. That was very nice. Yeah, love and relationships. That's what uh, we're going to talk about. And, And after doing this for like oh, such a long time now and thousands of people it's it's a very interesting thing how we look at love and relationships we, we kind of get a picture of it as you know one thing and the one thing fits all and there's different types of relationships what i say to people is the first thing you have to understand about relationships is you have to understand who you are and what you need and what you want and so many people are looking for love in all the long, wrong places you know we've heard that Mm-hmm. And we've all had experiences of doing that. Mm-hmm. And astrologically, it's a big topic. I mean, I used to be on a radio show once a, once a month, country music station in uh, Sarasota, Florida. And so once a month, I would go on there and, you know, they played country music with love songs and all that, all the different kind of country music. And we get phone calls. And I was on there four hours every time I would go on, and the phone lines would be flooded with people all about love. I mean, that was the main thing. And what I what I really have come to grasp through the years is first we have to understand ourselves, and it's and it's much more it's much more than we think of. You know, what sign am I compatible with? Everybody knows their sun sign. Most everybody. I've actually only met one person who didn't have a clue what his sun sign was. Interesting. But yeah. The sun sign, but the but the sun sign is just part of the whole puzzle. You would say about what makes a relationship tick. And astrologically, I don't want to get too deep into it, but there's different ways of looking how energies work with different people. Like for instance, everybody has a birth chart, and a birth chart is where the planets are at the moment of your birth and how they affect you. Chuck, you have a birth chart. Deb has a birth chart. There's energy that tells me a lot about you guys. I know how you think and how you feel. Uh, I know what your what your needs are, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, based upon looking at this at this chart. Chuck, you bring energies to Deb, and Deb brings energies to you. Ooh, ah. it's, it's, com- it's common, but you have a you have a sense of thinking and 
and loving, and Deb has a sense of thinking and loving a style, like called a love style or a thought process style. And you bring each, you bring what, who, who you are, you bring to the other person. Now that seems real trite in a way, but energetically, astrologically, I would be able to see that before you guys even met. All right, <laughs> if I had those two charts and you were going on a blind date. All right, I would say, whoa, he thinks like this. Here's her love style. I compare them. So then you have another chart that, that's a composite of your energies, which is the re- re- relationship. It has its own chart. So you know how you, you could be – some people, they, they go out on dates, and the dates are very good, and everything works. And then they get a little closer and a little closer and a little closer, and it doesn't work as when they get closer. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like when you when you go go out on a date and everybody's wonderful because they're on a date, they're showing their their best face forward. Uh, but then if you get to know the person, they kind of change. Like who is this person? <laughs> right. So what charts allow you to show is to see and understand is how the other person's wired. And it's all different. It's a complicated wiring system. Like one of the things that, that people have, yeah, I'll give you this example. Have, and I know listeners out there um, have had this, some of them have had this experience. You go out and, and you, you meet somebody, you go out on a date, and, and it's sizzling. I mean, the chemistry is really there, but you can't talk to the other person. They're as dumb as a rock. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the communication's good and there's no there's no chemistry going on in this process. Yeah. Well, that's because they have different love styles. They have different styles of communication. They process information differently. It's it's a complicated thing. Like for instance, in in and when we look at a relationship, there are things we look at. What do we need? All right. What do we need? What what's What's our value system along a lot of different things? That shows up on somebody's astrology chart. We, we looked at two big things is people argue when they get married, two good big things that is sex and money. Right. And the third one is kids, all right? <laughs> but by understanding who you are and understanding who the other person is, you don't make those mistakes. I have clients now that when, they, when they're going out on a date, not necessarily the first one, but if something's going on, they'll call me and they'll say, okay, this is the guy's birthday or this is her birthday. What do you think? And we'll talk about it. And I could give you hordes of stories where they did what they shouldn't have done and then they're paying the price at the end of it. Now, there's a book called Five Love Languages and it's very good, right? But astrologically, there are 12 love languages. There are 12 love styles. That once we understand how the other person functions, we can love them that the way that they do. There's the love. I went out when I give this talk to groups of people. I can't tell you how many times this has just worked. If somebody, if a woman has Venus in Capricorn, so Venus is our is how we love. That's the tool, the function of Venus to give us love. And the sign, what a sign is, is a filter. Now think of a camera. And the function of the camera is to take a picture. If we put a blue filter on that camera, we're going to get blue hues in the picture. If we put a red filter, we're going to get red hues and yellow and green, et cetera, like that. Well, planets are like tools. They're like a camera. So the, the function of, of Venus, the planet Venus, is to love. It shoots off love. 
And what the signs are are different filters. So that's really what the love style is. Very good. So I, I say when I get to the when I say to the group of, of people when I get to Venus, the love, Capricorn the filter, how it wants to express. And I said, What what you ladies want, you know, what, what women want in Venus and Capricorn is two things. I, you want somebody to help you take out the garbage or take out the garbage hmm. or help be practical. Show show your love in a practical way. And you want somebody that comes and puts the stake in the ground and says, babe, you're it. You're, you are the most wonderful thing, and I want you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And then she feels love. Now, if you did that to somebody with with a Venus in Aries, they'd look at you going, you know, you, you're way up. <laughs> so it works. It works both ways. Yeah. When, and- when somebody has a Venus in Aries, and it doesn't mean that if there's a sun sign in Aries. But if you're a if you're a um, in Aries, you could have a Venus in Aries. If you're a Pisces, you could have a Venus in Aries. And if you're a Taurus, you could have a Venus in Aries. So just okay. listen to all of this stuff. It, it's like a Venus in Aries, believe me, knows what it wants. It's a fire sign. It likes something very quickly. It, it likes a spark, right? Um, it's also being that fire sign. How you want to love it is is by people with Venus and Aries want want to get into action very quickly. It's fire. The, the they want to be loved from inspiration and they want to be loved physically. Like if you're not making love to a Venus and Aries person, that fire is going to go out and it's going to go. You know, th- then the relationship's going down the tubes. All right. So okay. a Venus and Aries needs that physical contact and it needs it quickly. It needs. What Venus and Aries people is, honest to goodness, is that they 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 need quickie, <laughs> right? Yeah, just cut to the chase. They, they re- <laughs> let's cut to the chase. Let's do it. Let's think think of a match. A match goes on quickly and it comes off quickly. Yep. And that's it's like don't don't you know go off with the words and all that other stuff. Just let's do it quick. Mm-hmm. When somebody has a Venus in Taurus, now Venus in Taurus, again, could be a sun sign Aries, it could be a sun sign Taurus, or it could be a sun, a sun sign Gemini. Taurus people, Taurus is an earth sign, and it likes fine things, all right? It really, it, it likes good wines, it likes good textures, good cloth, it likes jewelry, it likes presents. And people with Venus in Taurus actually give their partner presents. And they like to receive presents. Hmm. It's an earth sign. And so it, it's like you, you get somebody, they, they want to express their love, and they have a Venus in Taurus, they'll go out to the store and buy something for their partner. All right. And if the partner has a Venus in Taurus, great. But if it has, it has a Venus in, in Gemini, it's not going to work. All right. It, it just it doesn't land. Where a Venus in Gemini person, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say this once. And then, so I don't repeat it all over again. <laughs> if you look at if you look at your if you look at your sun sign, your Venus could be exactly what your sun sign is, or it could be the one sign before it, or the one sign after it. Hmm. And you could look just look in the newspaper. You could look in if we're looking at a Venus in Gemini, they'll have the sun sign Gemini, and above it it'll be Taurus, and below it it'll be Cancer. So okay. you know your Venus is in one of those three things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A, a, a Venus in Gemini is very mental. It wants it wants to be it wants to be heard. I mean, it needs words. Um, it's also a little flirty. 
So a Venus in Gemini likes to flirt and it likes to be flirted with. It likes the idea of love. Don't give me a present. Flirt with me. Don't don't give me a, a present. Give, give me an idea of a wonderful ro- ro- romantic vacation that perhaps we're never going to get on. But it feels so good to even think about it. A Venus in Cancer is an emotional energy. The Venus in Cancer people have to emotionally feel safe and feel emotionally connected to those other people. Uh, so if we have if I have a Venus in Sagittarius, which is a fire sign, and I'm with somebody with a Venus in Cancer, fire, Cancer is a water sign, I really have to work hard to be able to connect to somebody with a Venus in Cancer. Because fire and water don't have such a good mix. So they, Venus in Cancers need um, their, their home. You know, they, they have to be secure in their home. They, they have to be feeling like, okay, I'm safe to love and let my emotions come out. Okay. Interesting. A Venus and Leo. A Venus and Leo. Leo is, the, depending upon the sex, it's the king or the queen of the jungle, all right? And Venus and Leo, they receive love when they really get to understand and to know that they are the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> you know, you really are the best thing. You're like, you make the, my whole life because of you. They put them on a pedestal and, and fawn over them and love them and treat them like royalty. Sounds like what I do to Deb on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's move it on. <laughs> move it on. Move it on. Okay. A Venus in Virgo. A, a Venus in Virgo. Is a very it's an earth sign and it's a very sensual sign. So and it's also a very practical and meticulous sign. It likes to be of service. A Venus in, in Virgo will think of a, somebody you're you're in a restaurant and the waiter comes or the waitress comes and they serve you. They bring you they bring you your breakfast. They bring you your lunch, whatever you want to say. And a Venus in Virgo actually loves to do that for you. You know, maybe not bring breakfast or something, but loves to serve you, make you a, a, a cup of coffee or something like that. And they also like to be loved that way, in the same way. When, when you be of service to them, when you do nice things for them, when you consider it and you're actually doing stuff, making it tangible, they feel loved. Where, again, you get somebody in a Venus and Gemini, they don't really care about it. Venus, Taurus, give me, give me something that's, you know, give me a gift. So they all operate in a different way. Now, the Venus in Libra, he's the guy that I mentioned before. Libra is an air sign. And it's a very gentle, elegant sign. And that, that's where they like their notes. That's why they like their, their card scent. So buy them some flowers or be, buy them something you don't have to buy. Whatever you share with them, it's elegant. It's refined. Sit down and put some music on when you're eating dinner. There's very elegant kind of music. Hmm. And then they get in that they feel love. And that's how they, that's how they give love, too. You know, they, they, they do that in their way. So if the, the, the love signs aren't really compatible, it becomes a little bit challenging to do it naturally. And Venus is in Scorpio. They love deeply and emotionally in there. They, they have a little t- tendency to be a little bit jealous. So when you're with, if, if you're with someone that has a Venus in Scorpio, you better have all your eyes 
on them and not have a wandering eye as you go about that. That's right, Deb. They love deeply. They, <laughs> they, they, they love passionately, all right, in, in this process. It's deep emotional thing, and it's very it's a very sexual energy that wants to get expressed like that. Venus and Sagittarius, fire sign, big fire sign. This is going to sound funny, but if, <laughs> but if Venus is in Sagittarius, love to laugh. They love to have a good time when they're laughing. When you they're laughing with somebody, and everything is light and positive and upbeat, they're in the mood for love. Oh yeah, right. It's a big. <laughs> it's a big fire sign. Chuck, I think you're in a mood for love. Big fire sign. I think he's hearing that. (laughs) He thinks he's hearing that, right? So Sagittarius is, you know, and they they like to be outdoors. When you're putting somebody in, in, in the mood, then you put them in the mood where their energy is. If you're, if you're a Venus in Sagittarius doesn't love being inside, loves being outside. So if you, if you really want to have some, Fun with the Venus and Sagittarius. Go, go find a nice place to camp and have a good time. We're going, I'm envisioning things. Go, We're going go, for go a ride. The door. <laughs> Venus and, a, a Venus and Capricorn. All right, we mentioned that a little bit before. A Venus and Capricorn is very practical. Capricorn's practical, so their heart is practical as well. And the practical is, let's take care of business. And when I see you being my partner, taking care of the business that I feel responsible for, then I'm in the mood for love. If, if and we're saying this is all, not just if you're married, but if you're dating somebody, she wants she wants help with her chores. Then then she then she gets amorous or he gets amorous. He's got to take care of business first and also make them feel like what I said before. Put the stake in the ground, just like you would put the stake in the earth to build your house. Mm-hmm. Put the stake in the ground to build your relationship with your person. We have two more. Venus and Aquarius. Aquarius is everybody's friend. And what Aquarius is an air sign. So it's also a mental thing. And Aquarius is who they want, right, in relationship. They want to be in love with their best friends. All right. If 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 the other person doesn't share some of the commonalities of who they are. They can't share, you know, what they love doing, what they are. It doesn't work for them too much. Their their minds are very strong and facile, and they need somebody to share what's going on in their head with them. So Venus is an Aquarius. Is, um, they're, they're not a deeply emotional sign. They're not a deeply passionate sign. What they are is, man, I'm with my best friend. I share life with my best friend. Hmm. And the last one, Venus and Pisces. Pisces is a very sensual water sign and it's and it's very emotional and very empathetic. Mm. So when you make them feel safe, again, there's a safe emotional bond, something like cancer, but it's a little bit different. Venus and Pisces is a mutable thing. It could be a little bit more flexible, but they are they are much more sensual. When I mean sen- sensual, I, I don't mean sexual, I mean sensual. Meaning that that sensual, that they they love hearing things like a brook, a running brook, or something, mm-hmm. or music. Uh, they they like they like fine touches, soft, gentle touches. Everything that touches their emotion. If you talk harsh to a Venus and somebody is a Venus in Pisces, you've lost them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gentle with them, you have them. So when if you if you look at this to break it down. 
there's there's fire signs, there's earth signs, there's water signs, and there's air signs. And they all, if you look at the elements, you know, fire doesn't start, uh, excuse me, water doesn't start fire. So when we look at the balance, if we look and we understand how the other person functions and we understand how we function, then, then we have a shot at making a wonderful, amazing relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, a partnership. And there's all different kinds of partnerships. There's all kinds of different relationships. And that that's a greater, that's a long talk mm-hmm. you know, on, about astrological relationships. But that, that'll give you some quick idea. I think it was like, it was quick. You have to know your love style. But it was, it it was so interesting to me. And I think you touched on everyone that could kind of touch and connect with someone because, you know, as I'm going through, you know, just all of these different love signs in my own mind, I know different personalities and people that I'm involved with in life. And I can now kind of better understand them as a person and not even a love way, but in just a communication style in a way that we can interact act differently because it, I know mine it, and I know theirs. Yes, it's 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 a very interesting. We don't have to have a love relationship mm-hmm. to make somebody feel good. That's right. Right? right? Mm-hmm. So 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 if you know somebody's verbal uh, or know somebody you could give them a compliment and they're going to feel good about themselves. Right. If if somebody's an earth sign, you you kind of give them, you know, you give them a rub on the back and they get that. It, it's a it's a way of just being gentle and kind to somebody. Right. You know, the the thing is is to is to figure out what yours is. You know, and that's easy for an astrologer to do. You know, <laughs> to look on look on your chart. All you got to do is look at your birthday, and you can tell a lot about it. Right. It's well, a, it's it's a the astrology is is a it's a language. I think it's a. Um, it's a divine language. It's a metaphysical language, and some people have the ability to understand that language. But what would you say, Brian? What would you say to people that uh, don't know a lot about astrology, or or maybe they don't even believe in astrology? What What would be some words you would say to them? Well, I, I was the biggest skeptic you could get <laughs> when somebody suggested this was like, well, I don't know, twenty seven years ago, or something. I should go to astrology, and my words were, I don't believe in that crap. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. My 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 mother used to look at the newspaper things and I used to just shake my head and I said, that 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 doesn't work. Ma. I just knew it didn't work for me to. And so uh, just briefly, I said, I don't believe in that crap, but something compelled me to go to this astrologer. And I went and I listened to what he had to say. And it, yeah, it you know, kind of didn't impress me or whatever. It wasn't a really big deal. And about six months later, I was still questioning stuff. And I went back to him for the second time, for a second try. And, you know, I really wasn't impressed, again, not too much. And then a couple months after that, my intuition clicked in. Women call it intuition. Men call it guts. When I was in the construction business, Mm -hmm. I'd ask people, what does your gut tell you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we'd get answers. I looked at my chart and I borrowed a couple of books and I started to study this stuff, read about it. And the more I read, the more I got fascinated, the more I got fascinated, the more I read and the more I learned. And now, you know, 25 years later, I've been doing this with like thousands of people. It is real practical, really practical. As you guys know, I built high rises, right? Right. On St. Pete beach and in Clearwater. Mm -hmm. And you need a building plan. 
You know, you can't build a high rise with an architectural building plan, a design plan, and bl- blueprints. What a what a birth chart is is your blueprint of life. It's so incredibly practical. So you don't have to believe it to make it work. I mean, we had um, who was it? Uh, Kevin. Remember That's Kevin? That's right. Yeah, Kevin mm-hmm. had no clue. Yeah. Kev- Kevin didn't have any clue. Now, yeah. Now ask Kevin about it <laughs> after we got done with the reading. Oh yeah, right. We, we don't have. All you have to do is be open and be looking for answers. You know, looking to understand yourself in a better way. So astrology offers so much. You don't have to believe in it. Hell, I didn't believe in it. But the more <laughs> that I started understanding how it works, you know, I went, my God, I got to learn more about this. And it took me on a course of life that I never really. You know, expected. I was like, uh, who, who's the guy in the Bible? First of all, it doesn't have anything to do with religions, and it's a gift. Astrology is a gift from God to help us live our lives. Mm-hmm. I, I was like Saul being being struck on the horse with the with the light, okay, and then Saul became Paul, mm-hmm. or like a guy I said walking down the street never doesn't have a clue what that thing is in the road, and he picks it up, and it happens to be a guitar doesn't know what it is, and he starts strumming it, and all of a sudden he can play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to him. Yeah. So, Brian, I'm That's sure— That's what I've been doing ever since. I am sure, just like many of your clients, there are those that are listening that want to learn more, that want to dig into their own chart to understand it so that they can be better in their own life and for those around them. So can you share with our listeners how they can reach out to you and follow up on their own to do more with you? Sure. I'll give you a website. It's an old website. I haven't changed it in forever. But the website is Brian, B-R-I-A-N-A. That's my middle middle initial. Think of astrologer. And it's Hill, H-I-L-L, dot com. B-R-I-A-N-A-H-I-L-L.com. Um, my email address is B-H, like my initials, and then the word whale. B-H whale, just like the whale in the sea, at yahoo.com. And my phone number, you could, you could, my cell number, you could text me is 941-320-7090. Okay, wonderful. That's it. That's all, all right. you need to get me. Well, fantastic. And, so, we can... and if, and if they, they have questions, you're running into people, you guys, Chuck and Debbie, you're running into them, you know, or you have your listeners, you know, have them sending questions to you. Right, absolutely. You can do that. And we're, and and if you, you have me back, we could talk about more things about what how astrology could help your life. I think we need to have you back. There's a lot out there that we could talk about, so we'll continue to have back have you back on the show for sure. And we're just always grateful that you're able to join us. And uh, it's always comes down to time, and we got to get running because I got to go boil some water. All right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Love you guys. We love you too, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we'll talk to you you again soon. Don't miss the 22nd annual Thunder by the Bay Music and Motorcycle Festival, February 14th through 16th at the Sarasota Fairground. Presented by Rossiter's Harley Davidson and SNS Motorsports. Bring your lawn chair and enjoy continuous live music featuring Warrant. On February 15th, enjoy over 100 vendors, two bike shows, freestyle acts, a craft beer garden, and more. Admission's just $5, 12 and under free. VIP and three-day festival passes are available. Proceeds benefit Suncoast Charities for Children. For tickets and more information, visit thunderbythebay.org. 
Welcome back. We're so grateful that you have hung out with us for this long. We have had a fantastic time this show, and I cannot wait. Valentine's Day is just two days away. And you're not getting anything. I haven't bought you anything. I'm sorry. I know. That's okay. But, you know, anyway, it's all about our listeners. If they come out to Thunder by the Bay on Friday of Valentine's Day, the first 100 ladies will be greeted with a beautiful rose and... And, and Dutch Van Austin is going to be one of the gentlemen that are going to be handing out those roses. We know that the line is going to be long, so you want to get there early in order to get your rose from Dutch Van Austin. Okay, not really, but anyway. No, no not really at all. <laughs> and Sorry, it's not, just kidding, ladies. And we're not recording The Bachelor Show, so that's not what it's all about. <laughs> Let men bring well, we your might, ladies. And we might record The Bachelor Show at Thunder by the Bay. We might. I mean, the way that these fans with Judge just see coming out of the woodwork. They've I mean, and swarming. all these women that want him. It's just unreal. It's been crazy. I have to, like, beat them off. So I know. we got to get our own security system now. We can't really <laughs> system. System, yeah. <laughs> our only security guards and everything because because Dutch is so popular and we can't really afford those. Yeah, I know. He's busting the bank on us. So also <laughs> what's important about that Friday night event is that there will be, be a heart tribute band to play for that oh, Valentine's yeah, that, event what? too. There are going to be so many excellent bands yes. this year at Thunder by the Bay and if you're not sitting in the tent, the VIP tent shame on you. You will not be enjoying it quite the way you would love to. That's right so. because you have an opportunity to bid on those right now make sure you go out there to the chuck and deb show i think it's backslash vip vip right and or you can text 855-202-2100 and text biker life all together all right so i think that's we really want you guys to come out all right we need to see you we want to talk to you we want to get some interviews in meet some new friends hear some new stories right let us know all about you we're out there for you believe me we're not that out for us because i'd i'd rather be out riding or sitting at home or something but more <laughs> importantly i'd rather be out riding and standing all day in a booth on a hot or whatever kind of day it's going to be i'm thinking it's going to be a beautiful beautiful weekend i think so um so you want to come out so we're we're out there for you you guys, we just want to have a good time and hang out with all the all the bikers out there and get to meet you. So please do stop by. Absolutely right. And we want to hear about your biker life looks like to you and share that with all of our listeners. So please be sure to come out to Thunder by the Bay. It is the 14th through the 16th of February, just a couple of days away. Be sure and jump in on the auction if you haven't done so. And we will also be able, having raffles for a huge group of different prizes. So so you want to be sure, again, raffle tickets are only $5, all going to Suncoast Charity for Children. They're, they're big, big fundraiser for the year. So we want to be sure and help support them, support their efforts, and support our community. And again, thanks a lot for Rosseter's Harley-Davidson Harley in Sarasota, Florida, for donating their VIP sponsor tickets for this auction. Okay, we really appreciate that they came through. And this is a $660 value. Plus, we've got an extra $1,000 of unannounced bonuses right. that you'll be able to get. So this is like $1,600. You can go out there, I guarantee you. Well, actually, we do sort of hope that the bid would be that high, but I sort of doubt that it will be. So it's your opportunity to get make up a great deal. Absolutely right. And, and be able to donate to a good cause. Yeah, so we want to be sure and see you out there. Also, be sure to follow us on our website, bikerliferadio.com, 
and Chuck Van also a Dutch Van Alston. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Van Alston. Okay. <laughs> DutchVanAlston.com as well. And we love to meet you out there at Thunder by the Bay. Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for always tuning in. We really appreciate you so much. We're truly grateful that we're growing from around the world. We put up a post the other day, and I think I mentioned it last week, but people from around the world are listening to Biker Life Radio, and that can only be possible for listeners like you. So thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you all at Thunder by the Bay. Be there. See you soon. You've been listening to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM, WWPR. We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week.